Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 317, episode 5 of Dirt Daily's Zeitgeist, a wow. production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's And it's Friday, December 15th, 2023. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Giants, Balls, Giants, Balls. These are for sure Giants. No, that's wrong. This is supposed to be the Silver Bells, not Jingle Bells. <laughs> Giants balls, Giants balls, these are for sure Giants balls, (laughs) and his dick, and his dick, dick. don't forget about his dog, Mm. that is courtesy of EC Gearful, uh, 1249, Mm. on the Discord, shout out to you, shout out to the British physician who thought a dinosaur's femur was a giant's mm-hmm. hard testicles. We have to I'm thrilled about <laughs> to be joined. At, at, I will keep talking about it as long as you keep writing the AKAs. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, before I begin my AKA, I w- it would be remiss of me to not actually tell you what December 15th is. Okay, oh, so shit. let me just run That's that back. Look, Jack's got the look. You've got the the holiday jacket on your festive. I got my holiday, my boiled wool holiday. Learned a new fabric, Red. boiled wool. I'm wearing a boiled cotton T-shirt, um, which okay. is just something I washed on hot in my washing machine. Uh, but it's also International Tea Day, uh, but the, the herbal mm. kind, not the tea. Oh, not uh, National Wear Your Pearls Day, uh, National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, National Cupcake Day, National Underdog Day, Cat Herders Day. Hey, don't I got rights? No, but it is Bill of Rights Day. <laughs> so there is all that. And anyway, who am I? I am Miles Gray, a.k.a. Give me my gravy. Give is... give me gravy. Call my dinner play <laughs> with gravy, baby. Uh, <laughs> shout out to First Blood 522 on that one. Crazy Town, but uh, yeah. Gravy Town with it. Gravy I Town, gravy baby. Town with it. Also, one of my favorite bass lines ever, dude. It's so, that shit's timeless, dude. Wow. With the harmonics. Like, that's one of those songs that first 
two seconds, I know what it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time to take a little trip. Time to board the train. Where are we going? Crazy town. Crazy town. Ow. Miles, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a hilarious and talented comedian and performer. Uh, He's a staple of the Brooklyn underground comedy scene. His songs and videos like Orbo and -hmm. Your Dad never go in the direction that I expect and always make me laugh my ass off. Please welcome to the show. Ian Lockwood! Hello, hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me. It's boys time. It's boys time. Also, aka, aka Valley Boys time because Valley you're, Boys Valley time. Boy. you're also 818. Then it's nice to have, you know, fellow San Fernando Valley folks on here, even though you are coming to us from Brooklyn. But hey, yes, you know. but I still have that 818 area code. I will never give it away. And that Thank is you. because my dad is. Paying for hey, myself, Orville. I would heard that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Valley pride uh, and because dad's point. On the family plan. <laughs> on the family plan. You feel I me? I ain't never letting go. That's kind of what I did. My uh, partner, Her Majesty, she was, her mom was paying her phone bill until we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I will take over for the phone wow. bill now. Wow. She will be on my family plan. And That's it was like, manly. This, it felt That's very how you got weird. Them to go along with it. When you yeah, ask yeah, for her yeah. hand, you were yeah. like, and I will. It's and they're like, like the equivalent of a dowry. And you have a compatible phone plan for her to be on as well. That's one thing before I let you take my daughter's hand. That's their no first question. <laughs> Do you have a comparable <laughs> phone plan with good coverage? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're on Sprint? <laughs> Wait, they still have, have to Nextel phones? a couple things. Yeah. All right. Ian, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell course. our listeners... A couple of the things we may be talking about today. We don't always get to all of them. No, but we try to. We're going to talk about uh, the Biden impeachment inquiry is here. And it it's not like your grandpa's impeachment inquiry. This one got no proof. Yeah. <laughs> it's, got, it's based on nothing. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, we, we got a little clue into what it sounds like when a lobbyist just write all your word for you. Mm hmm. And then we'll talk about marinated Diet Coke. This is a little simpler than it sounds. I think. It's simpler than it sounds, but it's I'm I'm really at that age where I don't know if I'm being a curmudgeon and I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, what's wrong with the kids? Or if it's like two people doing it. But after doing some research, it's a thing. It's a thing. And we must discuss it and what what is happening. Here. I love a crisp DC personally. I mm-hmm. am Ian, are you a Oh, I'm just part, huge partake? diet coke. Fan. Ian, your eyes Amazing. rolled back. You were like, uh, <laughs> "God, I love it." Transcending. And honestly, normal coke, get it out of here. I don't yeah. need it. No, it's too. I don't. Know. Then y'all are gonna fucking love this development because yeah. this is this shit is like purpose designed for the the vibey diet coke drinker. And I feel like I was, we have two right here. I was so anti diet coke when I was younger. I was like, "This tastes like this tastes like metal. Tastes yeah. like I'm drinking a machine." And then drinking uh, a machine. <laughs> and, and then I it's now probably my favorite drink. And I think like a true marvel of modern technology. Yeah. Like one I'll, of the things that America should be most proud of. It's it's just had rough branding for me because I was associated with my stressed out elementary school teachers. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, that was just like always cigarettes. on their desk. Was yeah. <laughs> yeah. They smelled like fucking capris. And they had fucking like a bunch of Diet Coke cans on their desk. And I, and to me, I was like, I don't know if I want that life. But yeah, 
uh, go ahead. Turns out you do. Yeah. Because so. uh, the crispiness. I got to uh, marinate. I got to marinate. This That's is right. making me realize in real time, I think drinking a lot of Diet Coke as a kid might have made me gay. Mm. <laughs> That's right. So you should testify in front of Congress. <laughs> yeah. My mom had a ton, and I just remember I was a normal kid. Then I started drinking all of her Diet Coke, and I'd be like, girl, how was Book Club? <laughs> Jack just, you fucking took Yo, Jack I almost out. had a spit. Girl. Damn, my life could have taken uh, a different turn if I hadn't had that anti-diet coke. Jack, diet. what's your? Ex- oh wait, well you didn't get it early enough. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it early. early. No, my older sister was drinking it, and I was like, sometimes our drinks would get mixed up, and I would be like, I would do a literal spit take. I was very dramatic about <laughs> wow. it. I was like, this is terrible. What are you <laughs> trying to kill me? And I also like. T- because some, there were people in my family who'd be like, I don't know, can you taste this and tell me if it's Diet Coke or regular Coke? Mm-hmm. And I took great pride in being a super taster of that particularly. Wow. <laughs> I could always tell the difference. You can feel that aspartame running through aspartame. Your, your brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to this day, I'm very like I there are restaurants where I'm like, oh, they have bad Diet Coke, you know, and then like restaurants where the Diet Coke is good. And it's usually like the fancier the restaurant, the worse the Diet Coke, unless they give it to you in the little bottle. Like a lot of times, if they're giving it to you from the bar, it's going to be kind of watered down and in a tiny glass. Okay, segment. if you go to Olive Garden, if you look at this uh, slideshow <laughs> behind me, <I'll, laughs> look at where the red strings go and you'll see that it forms a very clear pattern here. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about some movies coming out in 2024, all of that, plenty more. But first, Ian, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Okay, I'm looking right now. The most recent thing I searched is Sonic the Hedgehog Hentai. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Uh, wait, never mind. Not that. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, the most interesting thing I found in my search history in the last day or two was, this is how I phrased it, safe way to do live pyrotechnics, amateur. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what, so in your mind, what's the pyro display that you're thinking we're talking about explosions flamethrowers what, what in um, your mind? Fl- uh, vertical flamethrower oh. so i do like i do comedy music and i do a lot of my own music production but i have people help me on that amazing talented producers i also do a lot of production of like my live shows and i just like adding i have confetti cannons sometimes i want to get fans in there i flew exposed me for growing up in the 2000s but i flew to chicago to see fallout boy perform in their hometown at Wrigley Field. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> and Pete Wentz had a flamethrower on his... source. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I gotta Drink get that right in my veins. <laughs> yeah. And I was in love with Patrick Stump growing up, and he was when he was telling stories, I was like, I want this man. I want to pay this man to hit me. But anyway... <laughs> uh, but anyway, Pete Wentz had a flamethrower on his base, and I was like, that's so stupid, and I need it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like coming out of the like tip like the, of the, the base? neck of the guitar, yes. basically, or the head? It was of it? attached to the very head of the guitar, just shooting yeah. flames whenever. God, wow. was it for it like rocked. a power chord? Kind of like was it, or so just like randomly while you played? It, yeah. it was the already phallic guitar, yeah. and he's a very phallic guy. But it was yeah. just a pretty random. The flames just randomly came out whenever. It was so yeah. funny, and, and it was just random. It wasn't like he hits the peak of the solo and then like it, honestly it no because what yeah. solo are you really doing on a bass it would just sort of at different intervals be right. like okay fire 
And yeah. he'd, then he'd look at it and he'd go, yeah, and he'd stick his tongue out. <laughs> like he was he actually didn't know that was yeah. gonna happen <laughs> it was it was their first show so i doubt he like really knew when it was gonna happen right oh, right man shout out yeah, well, shout out tight. shout out the the jamaican biracial the homie pete, I mean, pete wentz too you know what i mean he's holding it down yeah that's why it was hard for him to i, I don't know what his hair looked like if it was wavy or something but when he was doing it all flat i was like oh you let the let the let the real texture come through, Pete. I have bad news. It did look absolutely insane. It was like down to his, it was like straightened down to his hips, and the lower half of it was yellow, and the upper oh, half was black. Oh no, <laughs> Pete, no. Pete. he'll figure it out. He's doing good. Yeah. What is something you think is overrated? Okay, hear me out on this one. Eating. Eating is overrated. I'm tired of it. I have to do it all the time. I have to do it like three times a day. I'm starting to get bored. <laughs> I get, I'm starting to lose weight because I'm like, I don't care about eating. Give me the pill. You know, where's the, the future <laughs> pill that's like, you yeah. don't have to eat anymore. This is the pill. It is, I, and I don't like anyone telling me what to do, even God. So don't let me, don't make me eat twice, three times a day. I'm not into it. <laughs> right. Is it just what you just wanted to get? You want it done efficiently? You're like, you don't have time. You're just trying to, you got your mind in other places. You're not someone who thinks about food all the time, like me. If that could be because of weed, but I don't know. Well, sometimes, I mean, when I smoke weed, yeah, I, of course, I want to eat something delicious. <laughs> or like for dinner, I'm like, yeah, hit it for, for like a lunch. I'm like, I, I don't want to stop what I'm doing to eat to have a sandwich. Yeah. So there's like stuff that happens with like energy. When I eat a lunch, I'm just ooh, like, yeah. I'm not allowed to take it. Like, Spain has it right. Like there needs mm -hmm. to be a nap after that motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Or yeah, you know, I just I totally don't take a nap after every single lunch I ever eat. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> that, that's a wild idea. Uh, <laughs> this, did you ever? Did you you, you me? Did you ever try Soylent when everybody was getting super into Soylent? Yes, absolutely. Oh, so you really are about that? You're like, I don't have fucking time right now. Yes, but I <laughs> got tired the of veins. it. Yeah, right in yep. the veins. Yeah, I want the pill. Give me the pill. Yeah. That's, right. I mean, they've been promising it for a while. And here we are coming to the end of 2023 yeah. and still nothing, still nothing. I mean, I'm sure there are like Soylent, I guess, was an attempt at that. But it's still, you know, you got to gulp that shit down. Yeah, you're still going to yeah. gulp the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. And does it fit? Does it keep you full? Like, do you feel full after you have some Soylent? I feel I, like I'm the most like, ready for my next my next meal. I mean, they pack a lot of shit into that little bottle. I remember, yeah. like, when, at the height of it, when I was, like, making videos and shit for magazines, like, we bought, like, cases just to do, like, content with it. And we, we were drinking some leftovers. And I was like, damn. I'm like, I don't like the taste, but I, I'm pretty sure it's delivering on its promise <laughs> that you don't want to eat after this. <laughs> so, I like, mean, power hours? You guys yeah, right, exactly. Power hours? Yeah, yeah, just doing a bunch of shots. It's just slim fast for boys. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I, I'm like, is this disordered eating? Like, is this, this can't be good, right? For, but I don't know. Nah, it's fine. Slim fast fine. for tech bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was working in tech when I got really into drinking Soylent. So I was absolutely a walking stereotype. Oh, so yeah, this is there exactly, I mean, then that was like the perception too, was because everyone was mm -hmm. like, dude, out up here in the valley, the Silicon one, not San Fernando, <laughs> we don't have fucking time. We're fucking too busy doing acid and drinking Soylent coming up with the next <laughs> app that'll just yeah. destroy a bunch of industries. Mm -hmm. That's right. It'll just make your life unlivable. <laughs> what is something you think is underrated? Okay. You guys got to bear with me on this one. Uh -huh. Underrated? Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. Hear okay, me go out. on. Now, what is it about Taylor Swift? I've been wondering. Yeah. Okay. 
Yes, she is so overexposed. We're hearing news about her every single day. She's a billion dollar business. She has like a million products. She's always selling something. But the way I still see like half of people be like, oh, I don't like her. Oh, no, she's like, I don't like her music. Oh, get her off my TV screen. The thing that I love is we now have like another like a Princess Diana, a Michael Jackson. We have a single person to focus our whole culture on, which <laughs> yeah. is so unifying and fun. And I think I don't want people to like her. I don't care if they like her. I want them to accept that sh- it is her world. It is <laughs> she hers. is our or the Taylor verse. Yes. When the aliens come down, why would I send Joe Biden a yes? Yeah. Send yeah. Taylor Swift. You know what? If the aliens are smart, they might just pull up straight to Taylor Swift's like place yeah. in Manhattan. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. met the aliens. I remember early on we she's were like, the- "Is she an alien?" <laughs> like she just like mm-hmm. has she looks alien adjacent. You Can know? you run a full mm-hmm. marathon while singing songs? And I know. Still be okay, <laughs> or yeah. are you? Or is that some kind of alien technology? I feel yeah. like she would be. If I had to guess, who has access to the alien technology, a la Independence Day? Mm-hmm. It would probably be her, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's who, first of all, they would want to give it to because they're like, right. you're like, I, I think, what what do they call the really tall, slender, like pale aliens? Grays? I think maybe, the grays? The, that- no, the grays are the short little oh. ones with the big oh. eyes. Oh, that, the, the, no, the Nordic. The Nordic, the Nordic aliens. I feel like they might be, be like, hard. yeah, or they might be like, you're one of, you're not one of, okay. She's like, oh, no. you're just oh, really rich. She's all freaked oh, okay. out. <laughs> she's, um, yeah, they freak her the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm not what the fuck. I'm a person. Yeah. No, no, you're one of us. Let's go. Let's go. We've talked about this before quite a bit on the show as a show mm-hmm. that like tries to take a look at the national shared consciousness and the the zeitgeist. Uh, Taylor Swift may have come up a time or two, and the the question that I feel like we come up against is: Is she like so? Time person of the year has never been a entertainer, really. Mm. It's been, uh, Bono made it for his humanitarian work. Yeah, with And I am making right. the jerk off hand gesture yeah. <laughs> as I s- say that. But she's the first one who's just like, you know. She was so, so popping this year, basically. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so is this, we, one, one of the theories that we like to talk about is that as, Humans in the in this modern world have lost access to religion. Like our Beyonce's and Taylor's Swift have come in to like replace those foundational spiritual myths. Do we think that she is like it's on par with Michael Jackson and Princess Diana, or is she even like above that at this point? Mm. Interesting. She's not quite there. I still contend she's not quite there. She had a not quite MJ level. No, 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 no. Like anyone, you, you're going to have, you're going to, you're going to need to pull up to like sub-Saharan Africa, show the picture. And they all got to be like, Start oh, crying. Oh, yeah. like if they're not doing that, then <laughs> it's not quite, you're not hitting globally. But I, because like everywhere else, you know, like Europe, uh, fucking North America and, and South America, even, it's definitely I mean, she could be on her way for sure. I think mm-hmm, at yeah. this moment, it's it's not quite there. But I think more interestingly, we were talking about an episode. I hate to show our hand for a future episode that's coming up. Is, you know, we were actually asking, is she the Antichrist? Mm-hmm. 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 And like and not in like, a, ah, get away. 
way. But the, you know, the influence that she has and the fear that she strikes in the hearts of conservatives and religious figures. I'm like that. See, there might be something there. Yeah. Yeah. And people love people are always looking for labels for themselves so that they can feel like they have a spot. That's what religion does. That's what being a Swifty is. Yeah, she could she could use those. I mean, not that I'm not a Swifty. She could kill all of us if she wanted. She could just be like Swifties attack. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I have a feeling she could manage to do like IRL damage in physical space more than like Trump could with maybe MAGA people. If if she really wanted to start turning the dial up, you know, so it's, you know, with just World War Z level waves of humans just running like I, I feel like could scale like a wall. You know, but they're all like right. 17 year old girls, yeah, 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 <laughs> which exactly. I mean, don't never underestimate a 17 year old yeah. girl. No. Yeah. I, I like this argument. I think I think it is counterintuitive, but I do think that people it, it, people are sleeping on Taylor Swift. <laughs> I just want people to stop resisting. Stop resisting. It's futile. Just go Res- with thank it. you. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. just fucking become one with the Borg. That mm-hmm. is Taylor. Yeah. yeah. You'll be happier. Do we just see this continuing? Like, a, on some level, I've I've heard people that, like she can't get much bigger, and America loves to see someone torn down. Right. On the other, I think saying it can't get she can't get any bigger is a little like saying like, well, it's not like it can get any worse po- politically. It's right. like, well, you just lack the imagination. Yeah, hold to... all these beers, please. Yes, and watch this happen. <laughs> so, like, I do think she could get any bigger, but I think it, as she gets bigger from here, we do start to enter unprecedented territory. Yeah, it's a weird spot where we don't. This is the first time we don't have a break from someone ever because she's no. been re-recording those albums and just putting them out in the middle. So she's been in the news every day for over a year now, and usually with you know. Olivia Rodrigo just put out her new album and and that was huge too. But we didn't hear from her for a couple of months before yeah, that we got a breather. I so yeah. I have no idea what it's going to look like. You know, is it going to explode and everyone's going to hate her all of a do sudden? You think, do you think like that sort of like American misogynistic pattern is going to come for her or like because like you say, Jack, every anytime anyone gets big, it's there. there is a teardown phase like yeah. with entertainers, no matter what. And I'm curious because I know like even, even in reading interviews, how she said she was much more affected by things that people said when she was younger, but she's older and now like it doesn't nearly affect her. So maybe she's like, I've reached my final form. You can yeah. fucking try motherfuckers, but Collecting I'm made of adamantium. Stones and horcruxes. <laughs> horcruxes, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I feel like, I think Oprah like left the planet a long time ago, but mm-hmm. is still very consistently Oprah. You know, like there's right. nothing that, Changed it. I think I feel like I could see Taylor Swift just evolving in that direction of like no longer on this planet because I think the thing that often happens first of all people want to see a giant giant celebrity taken down just because for the same reason they watch like buildings being detonated but I I think that the, also just it is such a strange like level of fame and like psychological experiment that it's hard to maintain one's like coherent gravitational equilibrium of reality at that (laughs) level and then so it you know if the whole world is rooting for you to fail spectacularly kind of even if they don't admit that and also you are in a bizarre psychological experiment where like nobody has told you the truth in 20 years (laughs) 
you know, like everybody around you is just like, whoa, yeah, you're killing it. Then, killing it. then it, it's almost an impossibility that you maintain anything resembling normalcy. But the kind of how you get weird can go in a direction that just yeah. keeps making you more and more famous. Right. Like mm. Oprah. So. And she's so weird, by the way. Taylor, I, I saw the the concert. The way she like pauses for applause after every three words is so funny. And oh, I, I love how crazy she is. <laughs> yes. And but like also, yeah, that's a good example of she is every single gesture and micro gesture mm-hmm. and micro expression is perfect. Like that's how she's gotten weird. That's how yes. she's become inhuman. Well, is that's, that's like Michael Jackson dialing it too. in tighter and tighter into exactly what people want from her. Right. Yeah. So I feel like that's got to be the point at which fame actually is a, a purely worse than it is good when nobody's being honest with you anymore. Oh yeah. That, oh yeah. That's got to be it. Right. The thing right, right. that like you really don't want to see is when they like build their own universe that has its own name, like Graceland and Neverland. <laughs> and right, right, right. I think like Eddie Murphy had that for a little while. And it's. Yeah, and then he came out Jamaican. Right. <laughs> that out. reggae album. And we were That's like, right. what the fuck, Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. Prince had it and Prince maintained his princeness up till up until the end. But and he got weird, too. You know, you got to get weird. I think that's the thing. It's like we got to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he, he was weird. weird. He was known yeah. for being weird. That was kind of his whole thing. And he just like kind of honed it and honed it more and more. She is famous for being like very broad and Miss Americana, but she is seems able to hone that more and more and more somehow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I seem, yeah. We seem to find out that she has like a like a secret Dunkin Donuts in her garage or some weird shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, like bring People on just the weird like Dunkin Donuts more. I feel like yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's, it's so crazy. That's what I'm saying. I don't. That's why I need to see the weird Taylor phase. Like get weird, Taylor. Take everybody yeah. with you, please, to the weird land. I just like want to see what her media diet, like what her just a, a, like intake is like. Like, is she reading? Barbara Streisand's memoir, or is she reading books about Napoleon right now? Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. what is, what, what does she think is next for her? Right. She's like, I'm reading a lot of bell hooks, actually. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I would be dope. Damn, nice, Taylor. You. All right, Taylor. Yeah. Shit. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Zite gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. 
And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. We're back. And the president's in hot water. Back mm-hmm. in hot water, we got another impeachment coming. And this one is unique because there's no reason for it. Yeah. There's I mean, as, no as much as as much as I like to criticize Joe Biden, uh, my God, the Republicans, they're really they're tr- fucking trying anything. And by anything, meaning nothing, because they have been shrieking about impeaching Brandon ever since they got a majority in the House. And since then. They've pretty much done fuck all to prove a single thing. Like one one of the last things or one of the last times we even discussed the potential of an impeachment. We heard like GOP congressmen saying like, we'll see, like we need to open the impeachment inquiry to find the evidence. And they're like, but you have no evidence to even to suggest that you need to open an inquiry. And they're like, well, I mean, because we haven't opened it yet. Because so, we haven't opened it. Kind of a catch yeah. 23. They're like, uh, you mean catch 22? They're like, no. Cash 23. But anyway, so they're trying to find evidence of wrongdoing. They're trying to find the evidence. And so the plan was always to go on a snipe hunt, um, just to give a Boy Scouts reference there, and hope that they can conjure up something that resembles an impeachable offense. And so anyway, on Wednesday, all the Republicans voted to open an impeachment inquiry, and they still have no evidence. They only have the art of projection. And to kick off the PR tour for this horse shit, the three horsemen of horse shit, Jim Comer, Jim Jordan, and Jason Smith, went on Sean Hannity's show and couldn't even give an answer that resembled a legal argument. And this is with Sean Hannity trying to like set this up to be like, and you got the goods, tell us all about it. Here's them 
on Hannity. Exit question for all of you. Uh, Congressman Smith, I'll start with you. Is this now an investigation about Joe Biden being involved in what would be a bribery scandal, a money laundering scandal, and an influence peddling scandal? Which one? This has always, Sean, been an investigation in regards to Joe Biden. The IRS whistleblowers, and, when they came forward, they highlighted so how the Justice Department. Is it about Department those was, three issues, though? That's what I'm asking. Bribery, <laughs> influence it could peddling, be a, it could be a multitude of numerous items, and we're just continuing to follow the facts. Oh, <laughs> my God, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> just getting caught. Like, they're constantly getting, like, just gotcha by the biggest softballs. He's just so, fucking toss, underhand tossing meatballs up, and they're just like, ah, well, can't, can't quite say that one, because that's... It's in regards to Joe Byron. <laughs> what? I just gave you three options that would have sounded like a legal argument. He said, it's like all this stuff, like IRS whistleblowers, bro. Um, so all we got was this like horseshit word salad after that. So Yes, Joe Biden, correct, Sean. Also, what? I know this isn't a visual medium, but they were showing the most handsome old pictures of Joe Biden next to the video yeah. the entire time. <laughs> It was like, oh, we hate this guy. And they're showing the best. I hope they do that to me when they do a takedown piece. Right. Do all my <laughs> headshots. Yeah. Right. Only use your good headshots, like with yeah. your approval almost, yeah. it felt like. But yeah. The it's ones like, where he's eating a ice cream cone while riding a Harley. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For the Shooting listeners, they were, they were showing pictures of him at like 40. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holding two AR 15s and wrapped in an American flag. And they're like, ah, this Joe Byron guy. He, so which one is it? Is it one? I just love that he, Hannity even tried to be like, no, right, 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 right. It's in regards to him. But which one of these three things that actually sounds like an impeachable offense is it? And don't just We're say, trying to I, help you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, all right. Forget it, dipshit. Thanks. So thanks so much for stopping by. I guess that's so inquiry. Here we go. Wow. Because, yeah, on Fox and Friends, like, Ducey hates the impeachment inquiry. And it's funny because Jim Comer has been crying about it. Like he's been going on New Mac or Newsmax and he's like, I just don't understand. Like why Ducey on Fox and Friends, he always tries to just throw cold water on what I'm trying to say. Why is he so mean to me? I, I just don't understand, man. And and, and and CNN, it's like, it's just all bad. That's why I like to come to Newsmax. I'm done with Fox. It's like, cause they're, cause they, even they know they're like, bro, like it, it helps if there's some kind of actual evidence, you can't just do this thing. But, here we are. Again, just to note, they only have fantasies in their heads. Okay. Yeah. Of little they... sugar plums dancing through their heads. They're so creative. I know. <laughs> they couldn't even say it. That all they can come up with in regards to Joe Biden. <laughs> it is uh, correct that you say uh, as such in regards to uh, Joe the Biden. The meaning of dark brand. <laughs> now, how dark has he gone? And that's the real question we were going to ask. We also just what, like to check in with what what the lobbyists are up to sometimes you can just hear them writing for politicians like hear yeah. the writing just come forth transparently like it where where's the teleprompter on this yeah. one like a sh and a lobbyist like handing them like a bunch of papers I'm like just fucking start with page 1 go to the bullet points okay 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 okay, okay. Yeah, yeah um so i i support this bill because fossil fuels will heal the earth <laughs> fuck this is bad copy guys <laughs> um so this thing has happened recently uh, in the House because with all the real issues that are happening on planet Earth and even on our own country, 
they decided to go all in on an old Michelle Obama thing that she did to the dairy industry back in 2012 uh, that the industry just cannot get over. And that was banning 2% in whole milk from school lunches over health concerns. And she was all like, let's try and get like healthier school lunches for the kids. How about that? And right now, the USD is at, USDA is considering even banning flavored milks because they're like, yeah, these are kind of like loaded with added sugars that Which might. Milk already is incredibly full of sugar is something <laughs> I realized, like having kids. I'm like, wait, why the fuck is there like 17 grams of sugar in this like, glass of milk? What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So what is an imperiled industry to do? You get your lobbyists to write really fucking bad talking points that will not resonate with a single rational human being. <laughs> and you give that to one of your bot representatives in Congress. Uh, this week's lucky winner of read from the lobbyist written teleprompter is Virginia Fox of North Carolina. She took the mic as a bill to bring back the milks was being yes. debated. And offered these honestly, just bona fide, scientifically ironclad arguments as to why the rules need to change over bringing the milks back. And I will let her say it in the lobbyist, I'm sorry, in her own words. The nutrients in whole milk, like protein, calcium, and vitamin D, provide the fuel Santa needs to travel the whole globe in one night. Whole milk is the what? unsung hero of his Christmas journey. Protein helps build and repair Santa's muscles. <laughs> heavy sacks of gifts up and down the chimney is no- There's a young person best. behind her that is- Calcium is vital for strong bones. <laughs> doing her best it is calcium that keeps Santa place. strong and sturdy as he dashes from rooftop to rooftop. And vitamin D is essential to a strong immune system. Santa absolutely needs one as he braves the cold, wintry night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. I mean, awesome. yeah. you hear that, Obama? <laughs> Look at I mean, Santa. they're trying to be cute, but <laughs> Santa is fucked if he doesn't get that whole milk. Yeah, this just feels like it's like a like rejected copy for the latest like got milk campaign or right. something. You yeah. Know? Yeah. If, also by that logic, it sounds like honestly, if Santa needs this help, I I I gotta be like, okay, plain chicken breast, brown rice. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. He right, doesn't right. need fat. <laughs> if if that doesn't convince a room full of very unserious Congress people, I don't know what will. Uh yeah. to be honest. But then part of me, I was thinking, I'm like, am I being cruel to Virginia Fox? Or is she just doing like this old school teacher like logic? But she the shit she says, like, is always fucking stupid. So I'm like, no, nah, this feels the way she this was like, like on par with. Yeah. Yeah. Because other things like when she was like in like labor hearing, she'll be like, the problem with Americans is they don't like to work. Yeah, they're lazy. And I'm like, OK, that that feels like very conservative <laughs> brain. But this I think it was just sort of like the labored reading from the paper that made it feel very like. You got them with this shit mm -hmm. because there's already a war on Christmas. So don't have a war on Santa, too. American labor needs to take a page from Santa's book. And he does milk. it all himself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Pulls himself by his sack straps. Now, she's an old older woman who is apparently an expert on Santa. Have we ever seen her and Mrs. Claus in the same room? Yeah. Oh, I mean, shit. 
Yeah, Actually, she's do got not that get look. In the same room because it's going to turn into a real housewives brawl. Because exactly. I think we. Uh, Mrs. Claus was like, "Oh, so you brought your side piece through? Okay, okay, Virginia. Why do you I've know so waiting. much about Santa? Huh? Okay. Oh, you know about how how he likes to drink milk, huh? Okay. All right. Okay. Well, let me take my earrings off before I fuck up this lady from North Carolina real quick. Yeah. The thing with uh, ho ho hoes. I'm thinking yes. about it. Yeah. That's exactly. oh yeah. Santa. You think Santa's not out here? Come on. Yeah. I wish. Yeah. Let me tell you, man, he wasn't delivering gifts to me, so you know he's just fucking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have no evidence of him dropping gifts off. So Mrs. Claus, you need to be worried about where the fuck he's at on Christmas. That's true. Could you That's imagine? That's a really good point. Yeah. He's building up Come to one, think of it. One night a year to go have sex with Virginia Fox. Yeah. He's like, oh, boy, I've been a good boy. I can go to take my sleep in North Carolina. Daddy's been a good boy. I'm jealous. This is a rich older man who loves giving gifts. This sounds yes. perfect for me. I know. <laughs> right. Take me away in your sleigh. Yeah. He has yeah. real estate and a company. Come on. Yeah. He owns his own home. Yeah. Oof. Okay, right. I- I'm writing a letter this year. Yeah, and you could probably wait him out. He might not be living that long anyway. You could do like an Anna yeah. Nicole type thing. You know what I mean? Fall into somewhere at the whole North Pole. Yeah. Wait, I love the idea that he's been going for centuries, but like now it's like, mm, he's on his way out. Because he hasn't met you. Yeah, that's what yes, it is. Exactly. Ian, you will unlock the health the health problems that we've I've seen done been it before, mounting for And I'll years. do it again, and I've changed my name many times. <laughs> Yeah, but just the dairy industry. So there, there's a study that the only time that like heart disease has like significantly dropped in U.S. history was when milk was rationed during World during War, War. II. <laughs> <laughs> during World War II, and then I think it started going down again. Like once people found out about skim milk and stuff like that. But for mm-hmm. the most part, it's well, that's bad it. for you. Yeah. The milk fat is bad for you, but U.S. dairy industry is incredibly powerful. It's like, yeah, the oil yeah. lobby. Dude, it's they like get the fucking level. government to buy their leftover cheese all the time. They're like, well, yeah. boys, you got to Someone's got to buy this. They're like, fine, we'll put it in a fucking strategic reserve. They want skim milk. We got to do something with this large. <laughs> can you can you sell it to Domino's can, Pizza for can us? Can you buy it from us, Reagan? Please. <laughs> and, it makes you realize that everything's kind of a little bit fucked because they got us all. Were you guys milk drinkers growing up? My parents oh, would make yeah. me every dinner. I'd have a glass of milk. And then you learn that, like, no, it's not good for you. You Vegetables are good for you. <laughs> right. Milk is bad for you. It's sugary. And and then you realize you look into why and you're like, oh, because of lobbying. And then that was kind yeah. of my way into being like, oh, everything is lobbying, I see. It is an easy way to get them to eat. I have a five and a seven year old and it's hard to get kids to eat protein. And Mm -hmm. so milk is like the one way to do it. And it's because it's Mm. loaded with sugar and bad for them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll still every once in a while, I'll drink a glass of milk just to be like, you know, you want to do something fucked up today? Yeah, (laughs) I'm feeling nasty. Well, because like our... Our whole milk, right, is like three and a half percent, I think, out here. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I thought it was three or th- maybe three. Yeah. 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 And then skim is two or, or whatever. The other one's two percent. But I would like in Japan, right? Like, I'm about to go to Japan and the milk in Japan is so like you can buy it like over four percent. Really? Oh my God. It's that's the just most like heavy fucking, whipping cream. I know. But guess what? I'm fucking sick, Jack. <laughs> You're I'll sick fucking pound fuck. that shit. I remember as a kid, right? 
going to Japan, like my grandmother would always buy like fatter, like fattier milk because she knew yeah. I would just pound it all the time. My mom was like, and I was, I've never, when I came back to the U.S., I'm like, what the fuck? The milk tastes like shit over here. My mom's like, yeah, because it's not fucking just piled up with all the fat yeah. in it like it is over <laughs> there. Like they don't have, the government just cuts people off at a certain point. And I'm like, oh, that's, that, that's horseshit. Eating a bowl of like sweetened cereal, like Honey Nut Cheerios or, you know, what one of those classic staples of the cereal aisle with whole milk. I know some people it's not it's not for some people, but for me, that is like a revelation of like, oh, this is what cereal is supposed mm -hmm. to be. It's Yo, so fucking you want to you want to ascend to Christ consciousness? Yeah. Half and half. I've, oh my God, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! That's how you get to Christ levels of consciousness. I will oh just say God. that, and we maybe a... I was seeing Christ because I was having a mild cardiac event or something <laughs> like that. But it is fucking crazy. Yeah, I did it when I like ran out of milk and all I had was creamer for coffee, and I was like, "Well, I gotta eat this granola." And I was just like, at the end, I was like, "Oh, this milk is fucking wild." Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's crazy. <laughs> it really feels like you're eating ice cream. I mean, it's yeah. It's, I, well, I eat it for dessert. I, I could never eat that at breakfast anymore. It's too sweet. But I will fully <laughs> high midnight. I'll be like Fruit Loops, baby. Let's yeah. go. Oh, Fruit oh, Loops yeah. with some yeah. with some thick milk. I feel like we've not done. I feel like we've done what Virginia Fox wanted to do with this segment. Right. We've been like, this is how it's done, bitch. Yeah. You want to see yeah. something fucking wild? Have some half and half with your fucking honey nuts, <laughs> honey nut Cheerios. That's right. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and. Keep talking about food that's terrible for you. <laughs> Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything. A moment that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these very moments. The last couple of years has been the hardest season of our marriage for sure. 
I'm surprised our marriage survived it. I think we both are. I think we both were barely holding on. Mm. Nothing compares to how hard this is. Their stories are full of candor, awe, and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. True behavior change is really identity change. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Listen to A Slight Change of Plans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. And we talked about how Diet Coke... I didn't realize this was like a TikTok trend. Like so many TikTok trends are just like thing that I've been doing or like that I've known that everybody's been doing for a long time. But so Diet Cokes, like Diet taking Coke. a little DC break, yeah. is uh, ha- has gone viral on TikTok. And yeah. there, there's one part of the trend where they're talking about marinating Diet Cokes. Let me just, yeah, let me, let me play this clip for you where I, I I was caught a little bit off guard by what I was hearing. And and it turns out this is very normal. But here's a bit of TikTokery about Diet Coke. Now for the mixology. We are using all of the principles that I've used in past Diet Coke break recipes to make the ultimate Diet Coke right here. So we have a frozen glass. We have a super cold Diet Coke that's been marinating for days. We have our Diet Coke ice cup. Okay, that was the part I said, what? The marinating marinating for days mm-hmm. i said okay what the fuck is a, a diet coke marinating what for does days? that mean I'll, I'll just i will let them speak in their own words um as to the science behind uh, a marinated diet coke from a trip that was over a week long i don't think you guys understand what this means for me i've had a diet coke marinating in the fridge for 10 days 10 days and she's about to make like limes and Diet Coke and Pebble Ice. If you haven't seen a House Christ Diet Coke break video before, I center myself on the values, principles, and belief that the best Diet Cokes are those that come in a can that have been marinating in the fridge for over at least three days. Three days is preferred, five days is really good. Over a week is phenomenal, and two weeks plus, we're talking a really crispy Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I respect it. I respect it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. This like just is, every molecule is like getting aligned. I just, around I just Coke love, Diet yeah. Coke I love these sort of like Gen Z driven t- trends too, because it truly is like vibes over science. Like oh, where you're like, idea. I'm pretty sure like once it, like there is no real bona fide scientific research into that, that would back up these claims. But it reminds me of like when you start smoking weed and you just love it. <laughs> So everything becomes about how to make the experience that much better, even if it has nothing to do with what's real or scientific. Like, you're like, yeah. yo, dude, you got to cough out the hit. And then if you cough harder, like, you're going to get even higher. Or Is that not like, true? I always thought that was true. That was, no. that was true for me. No? Well, okay. it's probably just because the lung expansion that occurred because of the smoke made you hot cough and you got higher. I mean, there's, yeah. no, there's nothing to suggest, like, that's going to affect how much THC is entering your system. But anyway, but it is it does follow that thing where you're like, bro, I will fucking take anything to get this shit to the next level. Yeah. And that's what I definitely see here. And then when I asked around, I was like, OK, I, I asked Super Producer Becca. She's like, bro, D.C. D.C. culture is huge, especially like we're in, in the South. Like she's like in Texas, there's fucking it's Diet Coke everywhere. All things Diet Cokes. And I was like, damn. So I looked at some of the other trends. 
are like other videos like around this hashtag, there are like it's full on. And then like now people are debating if Diet Pepsi actually gets crispier than Diet Coke. Oh, no, and it does not. Well, no. you got a there's a whole fucking a whole brigade of people just came through and they're like, <laughs> no, it's actually Diet Pepsi. That is the crispiest if you marinate for at least four days. First of all, it can't be. I don't know. Sci- science zeit gang. Uh, I'm curious. Is there any possibility that the DC or DP are getting crispier between day three and day four? That, that feels <laughs> that specific claim impossible to me, but maybe not. Maybe there's like an inner lining that is like slowly cooling, like an inner lining of the Diet Coke. Right. Can. Right. But I, I definitely had the experience of it, a Diet Coke that seems like it's going to be perfectly crispy, but it hasn't been in long enough. And it's just like, oh, there's a little like warm core. Yeah, yeah. You got to have that refrigerator around like 36 degrees. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? For that crispy shit. But like I've yeah. never, you know, like I've had I've discovered like cans of soda that I've like were in the back of my fridge for weeks, you know, yeah. and I was like, oh, shit, that's right. I still have one more from that like 12 pack. And then I drink it and I'm not like fucking blown like my fucking eyes are opening and i'm seeing like the source code because i'm like this shit was so crispy fam you're breathing um, out like an icy mist like yeah like a denti ice commercial yeah. yeah nothing's cooler than ice i love a diet coke i'm a diet coke girl i respect this girl but i gotta say this is what makes me sad about gen z being trapped inside during the pandemic because this is what they got into but this girl would have been so big into like psychedelics she would have been, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she would have been like, "This is the way you take a trip, man." She would have been bringing her friends out. She would have been right. like, "We're all gonna do a, a, a half an ounce of mushrooms, and I'm gonna be your trip guide." But yeah. instead, she's focusing that energy on Diet Coke, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, uh, it's like it's got to be a frozen. The, the other thing is frozen glass, which just okay. means a very a chilled glass. I get that. That's this like same principles with beer, like, and I get it. Uh, and also a glass straw is another thing oh, everyone swears. Glass by. straw. Yeah, I heard a metal straw, a glass straw. That's probably because they—I don't know—maybe they're smoking tweak with it or something after. Um, and like, that's how that works out. Chasing My the God, dragon. When this woman discovers drugs. Holy shit! <laughs> the <laughs> the yeah, I don't know. I I'm very picky about my diet cokes. I, I love a crispy diet coke. There, you know, when you get the right mix of ice coldness of the diet coke pre-ice and coldness mm-hmm. of the glass like it's mm-hmm. really an unparalleled experience the fact that she's gone with pebbled ice is interesting to me because that's just more Melts. surface area than i would typically want but i guess mm-hmm. if diet coke crispy enough then maybe the pebbled ice doesn't melt so quickly mm-hmm. yeah then well the other thing in that one video i showed you where she's like i'm sticking to my principles she, what she did was she made pebble ice with diet coke Right, but then you're just having flat Diet Coke yeah. melt into your... They're not understanding where the crispy comes from. And that's why, yeah. again, I'm like, this might be the white girl version of standing like McDonald's Sprite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could be. It's like, oh, the shit, the way it come out. Ah, ah. Like, I'll fucking yeah. float and stuff like that. Then, Because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm definitely the McDonald's Sprite gang in that sense because I, I think it tastes better or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. completely fucked up in that sense. So I, I get where you're going with the Diet Coke thing, but... I think if you're really trying to like push the envelope, what you need to do is invest in some kind of like cryo tap system where mm-hmm. you can ensure mm-hmm. that you when you pull the tap, you have Diet Coke coming out at like a half degree above fr- like freezing so it can yeah. still maintain its liquid state. I feel like 
look, like, let's fucking talk about science. Like, I feel let's like I'm there. It feels like flat earther type shit, too, where it's like, well, hey, they're interested in science. You know, even though you can't <laughs> marinate a fucking can of fucking soda. I don't know what process that is, but we can talk about what maybe the optimal temperature is and how to get that to come out of a surf, like a serving thing, like a tap or something. But hey, you know, yeah. we're all on our journeys. Yeah. Wait, I just got, I'm sorry. I just got so nervous for this girl because I just know she's going to try to put Diet Coke through a soda stream and blow her house up. Oh my God. <laughs> I just know. Yeah. If if she's listening, don't do that. Dozens yeah. of people die that way every year. Oh my yeah. God. Be careful. In search of marinated spray, marinated Diet Coke. Like marinade. It's like, do y'all even understand what marinade even means for fucking cooking? Like, I don't even cooking. I love that. Oh, man. Well, hey, he's setting it up. Just kind of here. I'm set. I've been setting up this Diet Coke. Aging. Fridge aging. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. Crisping oh, it. Man. Let's call it that. I don't think the Diet Coke girls are the girls who are cooking a lot. And I respect that. Yeah. yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. What did she pull uh, out? She was like, and I like some lime with it. But then she like pulled out a, what looked like a green tea packet or something. Yeah. What but, she yeah. was here. I'll, I'll show you. It was like li she's doing lime flavoring with limes. Lime flavor. Well, she has. That poor is violent. Yeah. yeah. The, viol the, the violence of the poor. I feel like she doesn't like the crispiness as much. But wait. Oh, it's that weird crystal. Oh, yeah. It's like water TikTok. It's water talk, too. Second, for good measure, black yeah. salt is also an essential. Wait. She just poured a packet of like lime crystal light? Yeah, no, I, I've seen these. It's yeah. like it's like lime juice crystallized. But wait, no, I've just I would had so much respect for her. I just completely turned on her. She doesn't like Diet Coke. She likes no. Diet Coke with a huge amount of lime juice. Yeah, she likes lime <laughs> juice. That's she not... likes yeah, she likes a cocktail that's on like almost like a Jack and Coke at a bar without yeah. the without the whiskey. She likes getting like smacked in her taste buds. Huh? Hey, look, was... Jack. They're interested in science, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. You know, and sure. hey, do you know where the concept of vibrational frequency even comes from? Oh, no. Science. <laughs> oh, no. Science. You know what I mean? Welcome. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in, Diet oh, Coke God. TikTok. Come on, Water Talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about science. Well, Ian Lockwood, such a pleasure having you on yeah. the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? You can find me online on all the platforms at Mr. Ian Lockwood. You can watch that new video for Orbo that I put out that I'm so happy about. And you can see so me good. all over Brooklyn and sometimes all over the States. Just look me up. There it is. And is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? Actually, yes. I So I think I'm a musical comedian and I think we're kind of entering a golden age of musical comedy. So um, there have been two things. The, the first thing I've been listening to my good friend Kyle Gordon's uh, couple of tracks. He's putting out an album in March, but he was the guy who did Planet of the Bass. And I cannot stop mm. listening to that, if you guys oh, know what yeah. that is. And the other thing more seasonally is Matt Rogers' Have You Heard of Christmas? It's a <laughs> Christmas album. It's comedy music. It's so, so funny. There are uh, tracks like The Hottest Female Up in Whoville, <laughs> Have You Heard of Christmas, the title track, Rockefeller Center, which is my favorite. It's one where they just sort of talk about tourists who visit Rockefeller Center, and then they the whole song is just them listing people who work in the building. It's, <laughs> it's a really good album. Definitely recommend you check it out. That's so funny. Have you have they even heard like not I'm not asking do they know it's Christmas have they even heard of Christmas is <laughs> that is exactly funny, the bit yeah that's it's really so funny. fucking great Miles where can people 
find you? Is there a work of media you've been enjoying? Yeah, find me at Miles of Gray, wherever they have at symbols. Uh, obviously, we got the basketball podcast. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. And if you like 90 Day Fiance, catch me on 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. Um, I don't have a piece of media, but I just did. I didn't want to share something. You know, uh, we were talking about Kenny DeForest. He was in an accident last week. And we had sent people the information to give to his GoFundMe. Um, and tragically, we found out that on Wednesday, he passed away. Um, and I just, he was such a beloved guest uh, and such a good guy. And uh, we were just like, just so, just so devastated, honestly, yeah. to, um, to hear about his passing. So I know, I don't, I don't know how many people may have heard about what had happened, but I just did want to bring that up in case you had heard about you know what he'd been going through because it, it it's definitely something that's affecting this show and many other people in the comedy world i'm sure you've seen people many people post when eulogize him because he was really a fantastic person and uh it's just Truly a very a kind guy and so funny yeah 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 um so i just you know i i just want to uh, have people keep his family and him in your prayers or your thoughts or whatever spiritual practice you have because yeah. uh, we, we lost a really, really great person and and, and sadly a, a good friend of this show. So uh, rest in peace to Kenny. Um, peace, and man. Yeah, that's 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 my piece for the moment. Um, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to share that. Yeah, I've just been that my my work at media is just going through and like all, all the pictures of him and you know just short clips of him backstage or you know clips of his stand-up i've been really enjoying he left behind a lot of great work and was was great while he was uh, with us so you can find me on twitter at jack underscore o'brien you can find us on twitter at daily zeitgeist we're at the daily zeitgeist on instagram we have a facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as a song that we think you might enjoy miles is there a song that you think they might enjoy yeah this is uh this is just a nice instrumental track by abstract orchestra they like to take you know seminal pieces of hip-hop instrumentalism and give them full band arrangements uh this comes from the mad villain album obviously that's a collaboration with MF Doom and Mad Lib and this is their take on Accordion which is a lot of people's favorite song from that album so this is Abstract Orchestra with Accordion alright well we will link off to that in the footnotes the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio for more podcasts from iHeartRadio visit the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that's going to do it for us for this week uh, we have the weekly zeitgeist coming out over the weekend and then back on Monday to tell you what was trending over the weekend and we will talk to y'all then bye bye here's something you might not know about wireless sometimes what you see isn't what you get but with visible what you see is what you get Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.